Good morning as we gather on this Feast of St. Blaise and the Feast of St. Ansgar, two different individuals, leaders in our faith, both bishops. On this Feast of St. Ansgar, on this Wednesday in the fourth week of ordinary time, we celebrate the life of an individual who actually gave his life in the cause of the faith, in this case, St. Blaise, not Ansgar. And we celebrate again the truth of our Lord brought to us through these beautiful readings from Hebrews and from Mark's Gospel. In Hebrews, we hear of the discipline of a father as the example given and expression of love for the children. And we, we see that in our, our efforts here in St. Thomas today. We see it in, in a broader sense in the Catholic Church and it's an attempt to form our young ones and form all of us, quite frankly, in the faith. And it's a surprising observation <clears throat> I don't have a lot of experience in educating elementary age school children. I do not. I have the joy of going there. I will today, in fact, to Holy Family and spend some time with our young ones out there. Today is Catholic Schools Week. And I have the privilege of just being present with those young ones and watching them be formed in our faith. But I likewise am familiar with efforts here at St. Thomas to form our young ones both in an effort called Catechesis of Good Shepherd, as well as on our broader faith formation context called being purposely Catholic. And there, there are some people to be celebrated in our community or help bringing that truth alive. Let me draw this contrast, and I mean this in, in the most loving and generous way. At Holy Family in the Catholic school system, represented here locally, in our purposely Catholic efforts, which is driven through the parents primarily, and in those young ones who participate in our catechesis of the Good Shepherd, we don't seem to have behavior issues. Now, I don't know at home, maybe those kids are really a problem, I don't know. But I don't see it, it's hidden from me in my interaction with them. And I don't think teachers have that much control in life where they can all of a sudden these children who were, who were very disruptive a moment ago, all of a sudden now are very much under control at that moment when a visitor comes to the classroom. I don't think that's the case. What I think is true is those young ones are being loved into formation on a constant, continual basis. And whether it's the, the catechesis of the Good Shepherd experience, which is holistic and how it embraces the child and teaches the child the dignity of the fact that they are a child of God. They, those children understand that. Reverend Mother likes to speak of connecting hearts to hearts, and you see it happen. That kid realizes at a very early age that they are a child of God, in fact. So, and they grow into that dignity. We see that in the purposely Catholic, purposely Catholic initiatives that Maddie Dabrowski helps lead. There's this holistic embrace and partnership with the team at Pope St. Pius to bring a, a very diverse catechism to the young ones, and in a way that speaks to multiple age levels and levels of maturity. But it comes with an intentionality that is not afraid to speak into the destructive lies of a contemporary society. St. Blaise was willing to do that. That's why he was killed. He was a fourth century saint. And he was speaking into the people, the mountainous region of what is today northeast Turkey. Armenia is the country we know it as. Cappadocia in the time of his life. And he was speaking out against the, the pagan embrace of many of the cultures there and attempting to bring Christianity to these people. 
He was killed because of his willingness to speak and stand in the truth, and it was done so in love and the discipline of a father for children. That was his intentionality. In our world today, in general, and certainly in the United States, our hearts break for the conditions that some of our young ones grow up in. And there are lots of reasons for a, a young one's struggle, but the hardest one to encounter is a child who actually has means. The child is not abandoned to society as an orphan. They actually have the means. Their parents are able to provide for that child in a multiple of ways. But the child's abandoned to the culture and the kid grows up without boundaries. And so they have the equivalent of, a, or I say equivalent, but it may be a steady diet of Snickers bars and Doritos. I'm not, I'm not diminishing either of those food products if you enjoy them or unlimited access to cable television or video or internet or what have you. And the child grows up impaired. Their hearts are coated over with some kind of greasy film, if I can be graphic, or a hardness that can't hear the word of God. And, the, and this is a child of God. Every human form is a child of God. Everyone breathed into life with our Father's intentionality. But our society wants to throw off any mores or norms and embrace a response to our basic instincts, our basic instincts. And that's what we want to satisfy, is say, I, I want what I want, when I want, how I want it. And in the pursuit of that, we end up, some, embracing ideas or practices or uh, lifestyles that are, are so hurtful in their end. They're so outside of God's intentionality for the human family. So outside of that, and we see the consequence of young ones who grow up with a desperation and a hurt and a seeking, but they don't, they don't know how to find it. So we as a Catholic church have a particular responsibility. It's first of all to know our faith. That's what CGS and Purposely Catholic and other, the, 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 the catechism being taught to the students at Holy Family, that's what that's all about, is to inform the young ones of their faith. Teach the faith. We have to live the faith in the teaching of it. We can't have a lifestyle ourselves for practices in life that are counter to what our good Lord teaches us both in scripture and in the teachings of the church. Those have to be consistent and congruent. They have to be, they have to be the same in what we say and what we do has to match. The young ones see that, they observe. They're very attentive to our actions and our words. And we have to continually allow the Lord to indwell us. We have to make sure our heart is not coated over with some hardness the first hardness often being pride or arrogance. We have to be able to break that apart, let the Lord come into us, bend our knees before him in the morning and the evening, and ask him to enlighten us, to bring his truth and his healing to us so that we can heal others. As we go forward into this week, let us be thankful in worthy praise for the fact that at some point in our lives, we were exposed to the gospel, not of our own merits, not of our own goodness or doingness, oh no. We ourselves are born into this world through God's will. We are exposed to the gospel through the love of our parents or through a decision we make as an adult. And we have this great privilege of learning about our faith and living in the faith and being indwelt by our Lord. And with that great charter, we have to go out into the world and live that truth at a time, at a time that's no worse or different now necessarily than earlier times. No different than the times that St. Blaise encountered in the late fourth century. No. 
But we have a mission that carries on none the same in his footsteps. Our martyrdom is most likely not going to be like his. He was beaten and beheaded. I hope that's not in the offing in the future. But it may be a martyrdom of reputation. It may be a martyrdom of invite. And it may be, as we heard today in our gospel from Mark, as Jesus returns to his own hometown in Nazareth, he's rejected. He's not embraced by those who've known him at this point for 30 years. They know him to be the carpenter's son. I imagine his character, once entered into his public ministry, is no different than his character when he was a man at 25, five years earlier. He's Jesus Christ. He's the son of God. He just hadn't begun his public ministry, but his beingness and how he interacted with people was no different. And yet now, because he's standing in the synagogue and teaching with authority and bringing healings, he's rejected because he's living out the truth of who he is, which is Son of God, second person of the Trinity. So our martyrdom may come in different forms, hopefully white martyrdom, not red. But we go forth in the faith, indwelt now in word, indwelt most especially with our Lord's presence in the Eucharist, And we celebrate a long tradition since the ninth century of having our throats blessed through the invocation of St. Blaise. We'll do that now.